Amen. You guys bow your heads. Pray with me. Father, I just pray. First, I receive um, that my mind be completely saturated under the covering of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord God, for every thought, for every person in this room to just be baptized in the presence of God. Baptize my thinking, baptize my mentality, baptize my mindset. Lord Jesus, I want to be saturated, my mind, in your will, that Lord, that nothing will be left to my own devices or my schemes, that I am submitted under you, and I need it to start right here in my mind, so that my faith and my belief will not be hindered by wayward thoughts. So, Father, we just take that. We receive that right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I just pray. I thank you for your power. I thank you that we believe. Whether things are happening for us or not happening for us, we always believe. We know you can do it. We know that you're able. And so we, we present our faith to a God that's able reading Exodus 8 19 and the miracles that God was using to do through Aaron and Moses and with their rod and and they said this is the finger of God if a finger could do what they were doing how much more can the hand of God do so Lord we're, we're believing we're, we're gonna put our faith into action and believe that we receive that our God is, is bigger than the circumstance and now, Lord Jesus, that you have saturated our mind, uh, turn us away from doubt and, and unbelief, Lord God, but turn us toward your word, that we run toward the word of God. Father, help us to be committed and devoted to not just reading and skimming over scriptures, but to actively impart them into our life as a way of living. That, Lord Jesus, that they come alive, that they'll be real to us. That according to John 6, 63, that your words are spirit and they are life. I receive that life right now. I receive that life right now. I receive it, Lord, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, that the word is life. I draw a circle around any and all of the circumstances that are going before. And I just believe that my God is coming in and moving on my behalf. It does not matter how big or how small what I'm praying for. I believe that my God can do it. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for an atmosphere of the power of God to just move upon us to just just call upon the name of the Lord and you will answer. We thank you for it. We thank you for that. I thank you for it, Lord Jesus. I, I come against fear. I come against doubt. I, I just thank you in the name of Jesus that, Lord, that I know that you are able. You're able. And, Lord, let us grab a hold of that, that my God is able. My God can do. There is absolutely nothing my God can't do my God is able. And so, Father, we enter in to that atmosphere of belief, that atmosphere of, of, of praise, that atmosphere of worship, to believe. We, we know we, we've seen doors that are shut. 
We've seen Paul and Silas pray in a prison, Lord God, to, to not to get free, but to release everybody that was in it. Father, direct our minds to be uh, uh, aligned with your will for what we are believing for. And Lord, not to run. You said, I, I'm breaking chains so that people will get free and get saved. Let us be aware of why we are praying to you. That Lord, that our minds will not become cluttered. That Lord, that we are free, free to believe, free to believe, free to believe, free to receive. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, we want to pray over if you got any needs in your body. So we're going we're to preach about sound of mind, okay? And so as we're believing, that's the first thing that comes under attack, right? We got a, that mind or, or thinking, and and uh, this also is a, is a place where most arguments are are um, <laughs> are built. Let's go with that. Uh, you can, if you build up something in your mind, that will create a fight that never should have even started. Amen. And so you have to do something about the way you think on a daily basis, right? What you think about the longest will become the strongest in your life. Uh, and so we want, we want to have the mind of Christ. Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 6 through 7. And I know we all know verse 7, but we're going to read verse 6. It says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up, stir up, stir up, <laughs> Man, all, yeah, all kind of dust coming out. Stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. Father, we just pray. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, that we, again, as, as we did earlier, we commit our minds, our thought life to you. That, Lord, that have us, consume us. If there's any form of fear and doubt about job situation, family situation, health situation, Lord, that it, it will be completely uh, saturated in the spirit of God, that we will believe and just trust you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It is a powerful thing that at how we think and how we hold our thoughts. And you probably heard people say, hold that thought right? And, and we do that more than we think, right? Because a lot of times when you're holding a thought, that means you're intimate with that thought. You need to think about what you hold on to is you're holding your thoughts and you hold on to something. And, and then if that thought is a wrong thought, you'll become more intimate with wrong than you will with what's right. Even in a place where something is obviously true, because of your holding a thought, you are hugging and, and caring for that thinking, that will destroy peace in your basic life. Or if you're holding the godly thought, let's say both ways, it can keep you from becoming unsettled in an unpeaceful situation. How about that? And so, so no matter the storm, we have to, to work our mind. It's a big thing. And, and that's, again, and this is me now. And I, I, this is why I, I do not want to put stuff in us. Pastor Don and I are going through that. I don't want to go to R-rated movies. I don't want to listen to secular music. I want to put the things in me that's going to make me think about God. Okay? That's, 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 that's what's going to happen, right? Because if I'm holding that, then I'm dealing with depression, anxiety before they ever come, become a deal, right? They'll be dealt with before they become a deal. And so my anxiety can't win, 
right? It cannot overcome me because now I'm grounded and rooted, my mind mentally rooted in the word of God. It is a, it is a, it's a thing because, again, I don't care who you are, if a thought begins to fester, right, it, you will become infected, right, in any shape, form, fashion. It'll, it'll, it'll stay in there. So the word sound means integrity. It means your, it says that, that God give me a sound mind. It means self-control, not integrity. It means self-control. I'm getting ahead of myself. Self-control. You got to have self-control to, con- to watch about your thinking. Wrong thinking is a lack of self-control, right? And you'll start to hear sounds against you rather than sounds about the God that's for you. You won't be sound. You'll hear sounds, right? This is the one place God wants you to be singular. The Lord thy God is one God. The Lord thy God is one sound, Okay? And he wants us to be singular in that thinking, and that begins to build conversation. That begins to build peace. That's, that's when your words can have wisdom because the sound of them. You ever heard somebody say something right, but they said it with the wrong tone? Right? Your words were right. Your tone was wrong. You had a sound. Don't y'all go through this not now? Y'all ain't going to fix it now? God. You, you could do that, right? The sound, your sound left me without peace, right? There's, there's a way you can approach somebody and that'll shut them down, right? Because I can't sound right now, right? You got to give them one of those. I, I, my sound ain't right if I talk, Right. I just heard a new statement and maybe I've heard it. But but the lady, when she shared it with me, this cracked me up because she was talking about people acting crazy. She, she just said, not my monkey, not my circus. And I thought that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I've never heard that before. Well, I ain't even got to do it. I ain't my monkey. I ain't got to worry about this. It. It's not my circus. And I kept saying it over and over. I called Reed. I was like, Reed, check this out. Not my monkey, not my circus. Because I've always said you don't have to feed all the animals at the zoo, but not my monkey, not my monkey, not my monkey, not my circus. It is better, right? I ain't got to do that. I ain't got to do your stuff. That's you jumping over there. You swaying from your vine. I ain't even got to add it in there. No hoop, no fire, no nothing. The lady goes, I'm glad I shared it with you. I wish I hadn't because you won't stop saying it, right? So again, again, self-control. When you feel your mind. Going into worry, doubt, and stress, that is a lack of self-control. It is a lack of self-control. You got to get self-control. You got to get a hold of that. Why am I thinking that? Why am I angry about something that happened years ago? Self, <laughs> not nobody else control. <laughs> self-control. My twin said, the whole thing about self-esteem is yours. <laughs> I don't have to build that up. It's yours. Your blocks. <laughs> not my monkey, not my circus. A thought life submitted to God's spirit will produce a sound of peace. And things cannot look right, but because my thought life is committed to God. That's why I prayed over us. God baptized my mind. I need it dipped in there. I don't know if we need to hold our head under water just in case. I don't know whatever it is, but baptize my mind because that's the part that gets loose on me. Because when I start thinking, I start talking. <laughs> I hear peace. <laughs> I used to have, uh, when I was single, I would, um, you know, you're transitioning from ungodly to godly. 
you know, and there's just some stuff I just couldn't do. Maybe just people stronger Christians than I can. I just couldn't do it. But I would get these uh, um, instrumental worship songs, and one of them was called Peace. You know, and I just sit there and just let that piano just play over me and play over me. I was so hostile when it would start. Like, like it'd have to play for 30 minutes before that. Like, I would just be like, I'm ready to fight. Like, nothing had happened. But it was like that war would take off and just start going. I'm, I'm in the house by myself. Ain't nobody else around. But I'm like, whew, sweating. And it was like, that peace has to be a part. You have to fight for peace, which means you have to fight with your right fight for your mind. Why do you think like that? You have some people say something like, "Why you got that?" This is you got out of that. I was talking to my dad about this stuff. Uh, this this stuff last night because he's doing a, a Bible study today, and I was sending him some scriptures on uh, Psalms too. And and we were just we were just talking back and forth. And I was like, man, you know, I, I just don't understand why someone would let some thoughts go for so long and then just release them on somebody. And, and, and they release them on people instead of release them from themselves, right? Because if you re- if I release my thoughts on you, I still got them. Now it's just two of us. When I release them to God, I'm done with them, and you don't ever have to deal with them, right? But see, if I become undone, I make it your deal. And then it becomes my circus, and it becomes your circus, because now you're upset about it. And I have to think about, if you're, and, and again, I, I mean, I wish everyone would have to stand in front of a crowd. I wish everyone would have to speak, and you actually have to. But I wish that you could stand there, and especially with the elementary kids, because you, that is a time, if you're not anointed, it, They'll bring it out of you, or the other thing of you will come out, right? And, and I, I believe that God wants us all to be that way where we can communicate and not become overwhelmed, overcome, just, just, just nuts, just crazy, right? And, and I'll tell those kids, your grandmother prayed for me to be here. My grandmama don't know you. She knows Jesus, <laughs> Yes, she does. Right? So your grandmama told me to come. <laughs> the, 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 this discipline trains and teaches us how to give our mind continual, continually over to Christ. I got to give it over to Christ. Got to give it over to Jesus, over to Jesus. Got to give it over to God. God, that's, that's not, that didn't come from you. That shouldn't come from me. Right? If it didn't come from God, it shouldn't come from you. And what happens is what doesn't come from God, if you let it stand there long enough, will come out of you. Right? It's not what goes into a man that defiles him, but what comes out. Right? And I know I'm as sinful as my thoughts. That, that, that takes daily repentance. An email can make you sin in your head. How stupid are these people? And that is not from heaven, by the way. It may be true, but it ain't godly. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. For as, as he thinketh in his heart, right, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee, right? You can let your mind go long enough till it gets in your heart. What did he say? I'm just thinking about it. I didn't do it. Well, you're becoming undone by your heart, right? I would, I would do the right thing, right? I, I would say I'm sorry, but right now I'm thinking about how mad I am. Delayed sorry is sorry. 
but it's not an apology. <laughs> As we live from the head down, we live from the head down, right? So everything from here just saturates, just like <laughs> the rain goes up and the hate come down. Like whatever you got to do, right? Or the rain comes, <laughs> some goes up and some come down. Like if you let that stuff get to the top of your head, that bitterness is going to come down. If you let joy get up there, joy is going to come down. If you let peace get up there, peace, whatever it is, it's raining down. It's gravity, it's fallen. It is vital that we are filled with God's word to have a strong spiritual walk. It's not that you're weak. It's just that you don't think before you speak and before you believe and before you yell and before your argument. Hey, you can let something run around in your mind long enough. Whether it's true or not, you'll believe it. It's not that it's accurate. It's just been with you so long and it's related to you. A man is capable of <laughs> having a thought life that will consume the heart. Like that's in my heart. People believe, some of the stuff people believe is crazy, right? They believe something. They can look right in the mirror and see something and say, that's not what it is. And call themselves something else. But because they're consumed in their heart, they believe that this is what I am. They honestly believe it. They believe it all they are. There's no way I'm any different than this because this is what I've been consumed with. And then you have to go and talk to them about, no, you have a, you, there's a better way. There's a better way to see and think in your heart. So if it, is, if it is negative, the heart can be filled with hardness, brokenness, and deception. This is why we have to first bind the strongman. Y'all remember the verse that says, if you're going to take the strong, if you're going to take the house, first bind the strong man. If you're ever going to get your body back in line, you better bind the strong man, which is your mind. See, we try to use that on everybody else, right? If I'm going to take the house, the devil's house, I got to bind the strong man. Yeah, it's your cabeza, your naked, naked. <laughs> you're thinking, <laughs> you're thinking is bad. And you got to bind up your mind or you won't get up and step up and do anything. I've been telling God, God, make me more bold as a witness. And I'm bold, but sometimes I'm rude. I want to just be bold, right? Because I, I get it. Like, I want to tell them about Jesus, but I don't want to be rude about it. I just want to be bold. Man, I tend to get them twisted, right? And especially if, it, if something breaks out. So this is why I don't know why I said naked, but this is why we got to bind the strong man. Because if you let your thinking go, you can be in a great place like this and start thinking about what's not and miss out on worship, miss out on praise. Because you're thought up something that got you caught up, right? And so we want to make sure that we are think on these things. Oh, that's another verse. I'm sorry. I like you didn't hear that. This... <laughs> This is part of that. This is why we must first bind the strong man. That strong man can represent a mindset that has been embedded over several years. Right? I, I believed I was going to die at 21. I believed that from the age of about seven years old. I believe I'm not going to make it past 21. I'm going to kill or be killed by 21 years old. I believe that. I, I, no one could tell me that wasn't different. The way I was operating, that's what I, was, that's what I believed until seven years later I got saved and then I realized, hey, I think I want to make it past 21. <laughs> I think I want to hang out here a while. But as a kid, you get some kids who don't care and, and if that was allowed to stay, if my mother did not right, put me on drugs, 
when they put me on drugs, they drug me to church and drug me to, you know, the drugs. And so if they didn't, I probably would have believed that and grew up hard and probably committed some kind of crime. I got myself in the situation because if we leave it up to the world, the devil will possess that mind. Right? Got to take them. My kid always fighting with me. Well, they'll fight with you in church. Bring them. If you bring them, they will change. The source of thinking can be strong enough to keep a person enslaved, right? One of the goals of prostitution is to enslave their thought life first. And once I get to your thought life, the rest of your body, you'll give that up for free. Right? Great prophet said that. Call my, call my pimp daddy. He's the one that said, he says, if I get them, if I get their thinking, the body will come along. He said this in the 70s. I was like, you way ahead of the game. Ain't nobody thinking this way. I was like, but you're giving me tools. <laughs> then I'm going to turn on you <laughs> and use them against you. He said that because, again, if something can get your thought life, if you believe you can't stop eating sweets and you can't stop eating healthy, I mean, you know what I mean? You can't do it right. If you can't stop being angry, you can't stop being sad, guess what you're going to do? You're going to be that. As you thinketh, so is you or he or them. So we must bind the man of thinking before we try to change his mind. So if I'm going to reach you, i got to figure out what you think like. And if that's what you're thinking, then tell, prove that thought to me. As Justice and I this morning taking him to school, we were just talking about, he said that they were going back and forth in his history class. And, and I said, yeah, because people are trying to change somebody's mind instead of change what they're thinking. And the only way I can change that, I have to find out what you think. Right? I can't change what I don't know about. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 6, here's how all of this works, right? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I'm, I'm going to help somebody out, but we're going to act like I'm not talking to y'all. I'm going to act like it's me. Have, uh, I've been there where I, I may have blown up about something nobody else saw. Right? And they go like, I didn't see that. I didn't see that world. How did you get that out of this? Right? And, and just, this is me. No, no y'all never do this. It's overreact to something that really didn't happen. <laughs> That's a carnal world, right? Carnal world. And everybody around you, like, what are you talking about? Right? So we keep going. Casting down imaginations, right? Not imaginations, cast them down. You can sit around and imagine all day, right? And it, we used to make a statement in, in, in a, a public speaking or, or doing a speech. I remember saying this one time, just because your mind draws an image don't mean you have to color it, right? And so sometimes we break out our crayons. Yeah, this is the way that happened. I feel this way because that and that. And you color in there with all kinds of excuses. And God's like, that ain't even your image. Get rid of the whole image, Cast the thing down. That way you won't be tempted to darken the lines. I don't know about y'all when y'all colored. I had to learn to stay in the line. I had to make a border. I had to, yeah, you do it that way, right? And, man, I was proud of that color once I stayed in there. Uh, did you know it's National Art Month? All right. Shame on you. Casting down imaginations of every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And I don't care who's saying it. If it's against God, I'm against it. All right? Okay, if they're against the Bible, I'm against them. 
Jesus said, if you're not for me, you're against me. Right? And he says, if you're not for me, you're against me. Now, now again, a lot of folks are like, but that's a hap, that's a night. I don't care how much money they got if they're against the Bible. Oh, y'all. Oh, y'all. Miss um, Lana, I almost lost it. Because what happens, right, when, when, when we get mixed up with getting grant money and stuff for churches, this kind of stuff happens. So they brought all of us speakers in, right, in Dallas, and they brought in this actor, this famous movie star. He's in the movie Stump the Yard. Oh, uh, well, it's Brian White. Okay, there it is. Okay? But when you use government money to bring in speakers in your church, they can say whatever. You think I'm... I'm like I've told you about hostility, I was hostile on that stage because they brought him in. He go, yeah, me and my girl, we practice safe sex. I raised my, no, there's no need for me to raise my hand. I'm on, <laughs> what does that got to do with the Bible? <laughs> like, and there, you know, and all the people showed up because if you get caught up in fame, false will come right after that. And I don't care about, I was like, I, don't, I didn't even know who he was, by the way, till they told me. And then people saw me and go like, get a picture with him. I was like, okay. I had no idea who he was because I hadn't watched Stomp the Yard. Couldn't find any verses in there, so I didn't watch his movie. So I wasn't interested. I didn't, you know, he walked right past me and he's like looking like, hey, bruh. He says that. I stand up, and you can see everybody like, and the one lady that invited me, filled with the Holy Spirit, she, that, that's, the, that's the main reason why I brought you, because I knew you weren't going to be able to sit still. <laughs> she says, that is exact. She said, I couldn't do it. I was submitted under that government there, but I knew you was free. And she said, when your hand went up, I was like, yes, bring the heat. I about lost my mind up there. Save sex? Ain't no condom big enough for your soul? I lost it. It wasn't godly at all. I was using verses and anger all at the same time. That's what's wrong with us. We got all of this opportunity, like just, just clout. And like, we got all of this clout, and we're using it to say crazy. And he, you can see him like... Backing up. <laughs> I just took over the stage. Didn't let nobody else talk the rest of the time. I took the next 45 minutes. And she was like, I knew you. I just I knew it. He, she said, but don't worry about coming tomorrow. They ain't going to want you. She <laughs> said, you can go see your family because your day time is up. <laughs> go get up there and say, me and my girl, we practice in church. Which means it's becoming just as deluded as the world. I was thinking about that today. I was like, man, I got all heated up thinking about it more in the grass today. Like, <laughs> say something crazy like that. We can't get away with that. But she did. She's Miss Tavia said, I love you, but you know, keep get in your car and start driving. Go hit 35 South because they don't want you back. <laughs> Here's a sandwich. <laughs> It's funny, but I, we got to stand up for what we believe in. I had too much word in me to let that psycho stuff go on. And it was funny at the end of the speaking, right? I was sitting, I was grabbing my stuff, and that, like nobody came to talk to me. Like every, over a thousand people were there. Nobody just, I just gather my stuff, gather up. 
Like everyone went over there to take pictures with him and just like, you know, and you could hear people like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry he acted like. <laughs> I'm not. Anyway, let the Lord use you the right way. Cast down evil imagination, which I better redo again. And everything that uh, exalts itself against knowledge of God and bring it into captivity. So you have to bring that thing into captivity, right? Bring your thoughts into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. The best way to get revenge is to get your mind clear of what's angry. Because the only way you can get revenge is not be vengeful in your mind, right? So any weapon that we use <laughs> through God will not adhere to the standards of man. You're good. Just kids playing. Therefore, we should never consult the world on dealing with spiritual warfare. You think we should pray? Uh, no, I don't think we should. We praying. It ain't a thought process. It's a, that's done. All right? Think you should breathe? You should pray. The, then I have to repent because, see, that's, that's anger. You can't just let that stuff come out, right? <laughs> Y'all go, that's good. That, that's wrong. The strength of obedience or sin is based heavily on how strong that thought process has over our mind. Right? Addiction. It's, it's consuming, right? right? They say that the pornography and heroin is the same parts of the brain. It is the same addictive part of the brain, right? We have to deal with mental slavery by putting our minds into spiritual slavery under what our mind can contain, right? So we think about that, right? Because a lot of people don't like to hear the word slavery. But if you don't let your mind be enslaved or submit it to the spirit of God for free, Right? God shouldn't have to do anything special in your life for you to be think on his things. Right? Sometimes like, I ain't going to think about the Lord till the Lord do something for me. You breathing. You done. Get. Go in there and think about God. Enjoy God. Maybe it's this shirt. Maybe it's the t-shirt that's causing me to act like this. Right? But, but I want to be submitted to God. I want to be submitted to God as I'm submitted to my family and submitted to taking care of them, submitted to breathing, submitted to waking up. I want to be submitted to God. So if we, but if we, mind we are fighting a losing battle right <laughs> thank you Jesus for your thoughts so let's think about it no matter how coherent we may seem there's no way to outlast the enemy in carnal thinking if we get on the devil's grounds the devil is going to win that ground Bring my own double-A batteries next week. If we get on his ground, the devil can win on his ground, okay? You do not want to fight me in the dark at my house. I know where everything is, right? I know how to get around. I know how to navigate. I know when you're about to hit the uh, coffee table, okay? 
Is this not working out? Is this okay, Pastor? Okay, we good. We got you working. No, don't do all that. We good. I'll be all right. And she run around, everybody distracted. Pay attention. <laughs> so I don't want to get on the devil's ground and start trying to outthink him and his stuff. Um, Exalted thoughts, (laughs) exalted thoughts that go unchecked will eventually pull us down to the level of doubt and unbelief, right? And so we we have to do that. This this keeps our marriage whole when we start, hey, where's that thought coming from? Where's that coming from? Whatever came out of your mouth had to be thought about for a long time, okay? And so by by the time it got to your mouth, that's why you couldn't keep from saying it, right? You couldn't control yourself. Is because it, it was it was it's been building up and building up, and then you like lava, and you explode, right? So that means it didn't slip out. It's been building. This little house of mine, and you let it blow up. So that that's that's a level of that. So we don't want it to be unbelief. So if we underestimate our mind, we will be overwhelmed with negativity in our thought life and miss out on an opportunity, uh, miss out on a mental freedom that Jesus sacrificed for us, right? I don't want to underestimate anything. Don't let anything get in there. We, we laugh, right? We laugh because someone tried to, to, to use something that would put us against one another. Funniest thing ever, right? They tried to take something that Pastor Rita said and twist it and try to use it for us to get into it. Funniest thing ever. It never got off the funny pages in our world. It never was a fight. It never, we didn't let it, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you should have heard that. And she was like, I know I did. You know, like, I, I, this is funny, right? If something is allowed to, just words can get in between your marriage, you got to wonder what y'all been talking about and why y'all ain't talking more. We thought that was the funniest thing ever when that came up. <laughs> and we were like, in fact... In fact, when they said it, I, had, I hadn't even brought it up to Pastor Rita, but the person felt guilty enough to try to call and explain it. And we were like, I'm hungry is what I am. I'm going to eat, right? And we just knew that, that, that nothing should be able to affect your marriage relationship coming from an outside world. The only way it can is that you've been thinking it. And then once that word connect with your thoughts, then you're angry at the wrong person. Right? And they just they just overshared. That's all. It's overshared. But we laughed. We thought it was funny. So don't underestimate your mind. Don't underestimate it by not putting the word in there. That's underestimating your mind. When you don't put the word in there, that's underestimating that it cannot, that it will not go as far as it will go. But your mind will take off and run and run and go and keep going. So we will be overwhelmed with negativity in our thought life and miss out on that freedom, right? Philippians 4, 7 through 9 says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I didn't even know it says, and I'm pretty sure I've read it, but only thing I've said, the peace of God shall surpass all understanding. That's, isn't that all that we hear? That's all that we hear. That's all I've prayed. I don't even go into keep your heart and keep your mind. I stop right there. Yeah, I don't understand it, but peace will beat that. 
And he's like, no, there's more. And it's got to be through Christ Jesus. Right? We're trying to get God to be thoughts he didn't give us. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Right? Shelly, you put that up. Anybody try arguing with you? Have you been thinking like this? Because you're not talking like you've been thinking like this. Right? Not my monkey, not my circus. Verse 9 says... Those things which you have both learned, learned, and, and received, and heard. I'm a Christian. See, you should have learned, received, and heard that you shouldn't be thinking like the way you're talking. And seen in me by the examples, then it just said do. Right? It just dropped it right there. You see that? Seeing me do. I wish I could learn to talk like that. Take out that trash. Do. Do. Right? Because a lot of times people talk about and carry their Bibles but never do. Right? They become overdue. You overdue for some kindness. Overdue for little righteousness. And the God of peace shall be with you. And start praying that over guards. You about to do right. Do right, okay? Okay, now understanding, now understanding is, oh no, verse 9. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard, seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. I need to make sure I say, the God of peace shall be with you. But these things have to be done, right? We can't go around claiming peace and we got, our mind is not right. Oh, I got peace. The Lord, I'm going to put my hands on it, and the Lord going to give me peace about it. Man, you're crazy. You need to change the way you think. You need to put something else in there. You got some stuff in your mind that's moved in. You need to move out. So now understanding is optional. (laughs) When it comes to having a sound mind in that we will revert to thoughts of things that we are lovely, just, and of a good report. If I lose balance in my mind, I will spend my thoughts trying to figure out why things went wrong instead of pursuing, pursuing the God of everything right. All right? Yeah, it went wrong, but I'm not going to spend my mind, spend my time thinking about that. I'm going to pursue the God that is right. Why is this happening to me? Maybe I'm not blessed. Maybe something wrong. No. Why don't you pursue God? Pursue God. Now to get you out of that way of thinking. A great way to get up from being down is to look up and lift up in the ways God has already been good to you. Okay, Colossians 3, 1 and 2. Therefore, since you have been raised with Christ, y'all could say, right, you was raised better than this. (laughs) Right? You ever heard that? You was, they was raised better. You'd be a serial killer. He was raised better. (laughs) We know he used a knife, but he was raised with spoons. He knew better. You was raised with Christ. You were raised better than this. Strive for the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. In, in the King James Version, which I love, set your affections, it says. 
Your mind is what's going to be what you're in love with. It's going to be your intimacy. Right? So set your mind, set your affections. You will be affectionate with what you think about. Right? That'll be your intimacy. That'll be the things that you want to give birth with. That, that's, that's your affections. So set your affections, set your mind. If you love me, you won't think of me in a way crazier than what God has called us to do. We are filled with the spirit of God to pursue God inside and out for the things above. It is our responsibility to fill up on the word and give our mind a spiritual setting that sees the hand of God over anything on the earth, right? Everybody set all your clocks back? Did it bother anybody that a clock is still daylight saving? Everybody get all your clocks? All right. <laughs> I can't stand it. Like, I get up, and, and I got it all set wrong. My car is 19 minutes fast. Creepier, my home clock is 39 minutes fast. Why? We have no idea. I love it, though. I love it because I get up and go, I got time. I got time. I can make me some oatmeal. I can make, you know what I mean? Like, I got time. I, like, it, I act like it's never happened before. Every morning. Set it. I'm telling you, set yourself on the word of God, and it'll be fresh to you every morning. Amen? Amen. All right, come on, Milton. Let's go. Y'all played around long enough. We went three minutes over. That's on my microphone. Now, as your heads are bowed and, and your eyes are closed, uh, if you think you're going to hell, yell now so we can pray. Okay, good. You're in here. We're going to pray over every one of us, uh, over our minds. I believe that God is, is wanting to do a new and, and greater way within us all. And so I want to believe God for that. I also want to believe that God strengthened you to move away from thoughts that consume you, whether, again, emotionally, sadness, depression, anger, frustration, uh, just even, I, I just, just bow your heads. Father, I just pray, this, this is one that's strong on me, that, that a lot of our minds begin to go and run into that isolation. And it becomes a whole spiritual thing for us to be, have a, have a desire to be isolated. And, and I want to I deal you out of that because God, the Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. And that's alone externally or mentally. That God is calling you into agreement with him and with his will so that you won't show up by yourself even though you're standing right next to somebody. And Father God, I just thank you that as you begin to deliver us and deliver our mind from that mentality of, of, of isolation, that mentality of I'm going to do it by myself and, and, and I've been doing it by myself, so by myself is the way I'm going to operate. But I pray in the name of Jesus that, that that idolatry type mentality be broken. That, Father God, that we will have the thoughts of the peace of God to stand with me and that there are friends, there are people that need us and to think on the things of God. I, I pull down the strongholds of anxiety. As your words say, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, Lord God, that we will glorify you, Lord. And here's, here's my mind, here's my thoughts, Lord Jesus, that I want to think on the things of God that I'll bless you, I guard it, I present the peace of God. I trust you, Lord God, to do all you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen.